Hi, my name is Cody, and I'm on a mission to break the silence of domestic violence and sexual assault. This production is brought to you by Bolton Refuge House, which is located in Wisconsin. At Bolton Refuge House, we create a safe space through programs and services for all persons impacted by domestic violence, intimate partner violence, and sexual assault, and advocate for social change. Hi, everyone. Today's podcast is going to be a little bit different than normal. Instead of focusing on one topic for the duration of the episode, I will be discussing two. Personally, I see this as me growing as a person. Now, first, I'll be talking with my good friend Taylor about her position at Bolton and everything she does with COC. It's okay if you have no idea what that is because we'll be discussing it shortly. Then, I'll be talking with Eau Claire County Sheriff and Katrina, the Administrative Service Division Manager for the Eau Claire Sheriff's Department to discuss kids and cops. So, without further ado, I'll let Taylor introduce herself. My name is Taylor, and my job title at Bolton is a victim advocate and a COC case manager. And I have been a case manager for about eight months. And COC stands for Continuum of Care, And it's a part of the Wisconsin Balance of State COC. So after someone meets with Taylor and fills out the proper paperwork, they can be put on the coordinated entry list. Once on the list, the individual waits for their name to be pulled. As soon as their name is pulled, they can receive housing assistance from the COC. Now that's a very simplified explanation. So I'll now let Taylor go further into detail about this list and who does what. So the coordinated entry list is a list that's shared with agencies in the area that have funding for housing assistance. Uh, In order to get on the coordinated entry list, you have to make contact with an agency that does referrals. And Bolton Refuge House is one of those agencies that makes referrals onto the non-HMIS, which means it's anonymous and for... Uh, victims of domestic violence, sexual assault, or uh, human trafficking. Bolton has no control over who gets pulled from the list and when. Um, The prioritization is based on how long an individual has been homeless, their disability status, their household size, and how long they've been fleeing. Um, But it's not up to Bolton. There is a individual who holds the list for Eau Claire, Jackson County, and Buffalo County, and that person, um, and that person only has access to see who is prioritized and who is at the top of the list. And it is not just Bolton that works with the COC. Um, There are multiple agencies uh, just in the Eau Claire area that also work with the COC and use the same coordinated entry list. Um, Really, the only requirement is that you're either homeless or that you are fleeing from a domestic violence, sexual assault, or human trafficking situation. We do have a housing navigator that is there to help the individuals who are enrolled in the rapid rehousing to help them with transportation to showings, to help them find listings, to help them fill out applications for landlords. Um, The individual can also choose to navigate their housing all on their own. That's up to them. 
Next, I had Taylor answer some common questions in regard to the CAC. Uh, can I choose any apartment to live in? Can I live anywhere, or is it only specific counties? Yes, it's only specific counties. If you've been enrolled in rapid rehousing in through the dairy land less than it would need to be in Eau Claire, Jackson County, or Buffalo County. Who signs the lease? The individual that's enrolled in rapid rehousing signs the lease with the landlord. We don't sign the lease. We're not a co-signer on the lease, but we sign an agreement with the landlord that if they participate in the program, we will be helping them with rental assistance. And how long do I receive help? In general, rapid rehousing ranges. It can be a three-month program, a six-month program. Bolton's program is up to 24 months. To quickly summarize what Taylor just said, multiple agencies work with the COC in order to get people housing assistance. Bolton just so happens to be one of those agencies. A number of factors goes into if and when a name is pulled from the list, and that is a separate entity from Bolton that pulls those names. Bolton does have a housing navigator that can assist in searching for housing, but in the end, the individual is the one that signs the lease and has to be responsible for following the rules laid out in said lease. Bolton just has an agreement with the landlord that says that we will supplement rent as long as the individual is working the program. And lastly, if you enroll in rapid rehousing in the Dairyland area, you can only receive the assistance if you find housing in Eau Claire, Jackson, or Buffalo counties. That concludes the first half of today's podcast. Now on to the next topic, Christmas. Yes, it's that time of year again. The snow, or lack thereof, the weird stop-motion Christmas specials, grandma's getting hit by reindeer, and who can forget the god-awful Christmas music. My grinchiness aside, Christmas is a good time for communities to come closer, and it turns out our local law enforcement agrees with me. In fact, they have a yearly tradition of taking at-risk youth shopping for much-needed items for winter, along with toys, of course, during an event called Kids and Cops. I probably should just let my guests introduce themselves before my heart starts growing three times its size. Uh, My name is Dave Rivasol. I am the Sheriff of Eau Claire County. I've been the Sheriff since January of 2023. I'm Katrina Brunello. I'm the Eau Claire County Sheriff's Office. Um, Administrative Services Division Manager. I have been in this role for about two years now, but I have worked with Eau Claire County uh, in a few roles, or the Sheriff's Office, um, for about five years and with the county uh, for seven. For us, the the Kids and Cops program uh, started in 1991, um, and it has united the Eau Claire County Sheriff's Office and other law enforcement agencies with at-risk youth between the ages of 4 and 11. This program is completely donation-funded, and it allows us to take kids to Target uh, to go shopping. Uh, Referrals are received from schools, social services agencies, um, or school resource officers. This event enables officers, family members, and friends to share a little holiday cheer while providing a positive interaction with law enforcement that lasts a lifetime. So Kids and Cops has been around since 91, making it older than me, ladies and gentlemen. 
its sole purpose being to unite officers with at-risk children so those children could get much-needed winter items and form a positive relationship with law enforcement. Now that leads me to my first question, who are these at-risk youth? Um, so children need to be um, either coming from a low-income family, someone who maybe had a negative um, experience with law enforcement. For example, there's, you know, if a child maybe was in a home when um, law enforcement was called or yeah, something like that. So other examples would be if they just would benefit from a positive experience with um, law enforcement in general. Next, I want to know what Sheriff Rivestall and Katrina thought the overall importance of Kids and Cops is and what they think the kids get out of the experience. So the positive is um, a child that is going to shop with law enforcement without their parent. It's giving them the opportunity to uh, bond with us and basically not only get to uh, interacting with law enforcement, um, away from their family, away from their parents, you know, gives, helps build their confidence, helps uh, maybe get through something that might feel kind of uncomfortable at first, or if they, you know, are always with, um, you know, just step, stepping out of their comfort zone. Um, I think it also allows them to experience, like I said, a positive experience with, with law enforcement, um, getting to know uh, the officer in a more, I guess, intimate way, and and getting to know that we are people too. And I guess for me, you know, this program um, provides, yes, material things for the kids that get to go shopping, um, but it, it provides a lot for staff. Um, and our staff truly enjoy uh, this event. And we had numerous compliments that their people were excited that we were back in person doing this uh, event. Uh, you know, our staff, day in and day out, get sent to people's worst days. Um, and so this day is the exact opposite uh, when, you know, you get a kid who's kind of shy at first, but then gets to spend some time with law enforcement, go shopping, eat pizza, have hot chocolate, uh, and by the end there are smiles all around. And seeing people um, in a positive environment uh, benefits our staff uh, immensely. I was curious how the turnout has been for Kids and Cops. Uh, this year's turnout was one of the highest ever. Uh, we had 127 kids shopping, and we had law enforcement from all over Eau Claire County there, um, along with some state and federal partners. Uh, normally, we're around you know that 100 100 person mark. Um, some years we are at you know 120, but in in my recollection. You know, the last handful of years, 127 uh, is the most that we had. And truly, um, we were able to get that many kids because of all the donations that we received um, from the community and also from the Altoona Family Restaurant Kids and Cops event uh, that took place in uh, middle of October. And lastly, I wanted to know when and how someone can donate to support next year's Kids and Cops. Yeah, donations for this program can uh, be taken year-round. Uh, people can do it online uh, at the Sheriff's Office webpage um, by mail. They can mail a check to the Eau Claire County Sheriff's Office, 721 Oxford Avenue, Suite uh, 1400, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, 54703. 
Or if you prefer in person, uh, you can bring donations to the front desk at the Eau Claire County Sheriff's Office, uh, which is located in the county courthouse uh, during normal business hours. Well, that's all I have for you today. If you have any questions regarding the COC Rapid Rehousing Program, feel free to reach out to us at 715-834-9578. Again, if you want to donate for next year's Kids and Cops, that can be done online on their webpage, through mail, or in person. With that said, I hope you have a good day or night. I'd like to give a special thanks to Taylor, Chef Rivestall, and Katrina for taking the time to be on the podcast. Of course, I'd like to thank you for listening. And until next time. If you or someone you know is affected by domestic violence or sexual assault, I encourage you to reach out to our 100% confidential 24-hour hotline. That number is 715-834-9578. We have trained advocates ready to help.